Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. You need to have some patience. Like we're not out here running a race. Like this is a marathon. Like this is a 20, 30 year career that you were trying to build over time. And I know for myself, when I look at like other photographers that are like older than me and maybe a bit more established and stuff like that. It's very easy to see surface level things and not understand that this person has put 35 years of their life to get to that level. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. This is part two of my two-part interview with Robert Loudon. Go back and listen to part one if you missed that. We're talking about commercial photography and all of the different things that are available to you if you aren't really feeling the wedding thing or the family thing or most of the things that have saturated the market up to this point. Robert has some great perspectives on the career he's building as a commercial photographer and industrial photographer and... We talk about all of the awesome opportunities that there are within the photography space that so many of us don't even talk about. So stay tuned for that right after this. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. For me being hired to do basically what I want to create an image for that client. So I'm, I'm getting hired as less of a, a picture taker and more as an artist. And for me, that's been just fantastic. And I, I think commercial photography is really, it's the way to go for that if you want to shoot that type of work. That's a really interesting distinction is, let me back up. I think when people enter into any new kind of genre of photography, like 
there's a period of time where you're just getting experience and you are you are taking photos. But I I also can relate, you know, 12 years plus into this, like I now am definitely hired for my particular style more than just like, oh, it's just a photographer. And I think I think that's a great space to be in. And I think it's a great space to strive to be in. And it's also cool for me to hear and and hopefully folks listening that like there is room for that in the commercial industry. Cause I, I think that there's sometimes an idea that like there's less autonomy, less control and like, Oh, this big company wants you to just do this one thing. But, but it sounds like it's not always the case. No. Um, and I would almost say that it's quite the opposite. You're being hired to create something for them that they can't do themselves. So you do get that generally do get that freedom there. Like there is times where they will tell you the specific thing that they want yeah, cool. Well, what would you what kind of advice could you offer folks other than, you know, shooting what you want to sell? Like we talked about, like what what other things can people do if they're just like, how do I even get into this industry? Well, there's a few things. Um, one, uh, you have to start somewhere. You just have to start. You kind of have to start at the bottom. And unfortunately, like that doesn't sound right, but you have to kind of pay your dues. You have to shoot the work you want to shoot. Um and it'll build. And I, I think the second thing, and the one that I personally have the most trouble with is understanding, like, you need to have some patience. Like, we're not out here running a race. Like, this is a marathon. Like, this is a 20, 30 year career that you were trying to build over time. And I know for myself, when I look at like other photographers that are like older than me, and maybe a bit more established and stuff like that, it's very easy to see surface level things and not understand that this person has put 35 years of their life to get to that level. And I think that's my biggest piece of advice is just to be patient. And then I'll follow with my third piece of advice, which is to never quit. Like, don't ever quit. Because if you quit, you're never going to get any. Yeah, there's one thing I say at the end of most episodes of this um, show, and it's in everything you want to achieve. uh, Consistency is key, whether you're trying to learn a language or raise a family or get in shape, whatever it is, and being consistent in that not quitting is is huge because uh, and I, I think we lose a lot of momentum when we when we stop doing something for a while. You know, it's it's like you might think that you're going to come back and pick it up, but but really you're really you're really putting a huge like kind of like kink in the energy is what comes to mind. Like just like you just have to almost step back and start over again. Yeah, definitely. I often talk to my wife about like stuff like this, and I think like something sometimes like just the the key to success is just not quitting when everybody else does. And so it's so funny just throughout your career. I I know with mine, like there's been several moments where you're like, do I want to do this anymore? This is very tough. Um, But the key is just not, not quitting and just eventually things work. It's, it's quite, quite strange, I guess I would say. No. And sometimes like from, for, I, I guess I would be a good example of this is sometimes it's a matter of evolving too and, and not quitting, but, seeing where you can shift your attention or your style or whatever uh, using the skills that you're kind of building on. So for example, like weddings no longer really resonated with me after, you know, 10 years of doing them. Um, But I, I had the skills to be really efficient and fast and, you know, good at doing like higher level branding stuff for personal brands and small businesses. And that stuff was completely built on the skills that I 
you know, developed as a wedding photographer and, and, and it made it just so much better and easier for me to do it, which was really cool. So I think, I think there's room for if people are listening and they're like, oh, but I want to quit. I, I, I would encourage you to kind of examine, is it that you want to quit photography or is it maybe that you're just needing to pivot within the industry a little bit? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a really good point too. Like you mentioned with you switching out of weddings and I feel like I've done similar, like switching out of like shooting large events and things like that. Yeah. I think like a lot of times that people get, um, they get kind of stuck um, in the, like you were mentioning where you were shooting weddings and I can kind of relate that back to like when I shot events, you have to understand too, that like a lot of people will pivot in their careers over time. Almost all of us do. And like, if there's an aspect of photography you don't like, like you mentioned, you can pivot into something else that you do. I think it's just important to figure out how you're going to do that and to shoot the work that you want. Yeah. And I mean, speaking as a podcast host about, you know, a photography podcast, there are so many other areas too that, that are worth exploring that are related to the industry. So some people, I mean, I know some people that are just super into being second shooters at weddings. Like they don't want to lead. They just want to show up and get paid and do the shoot. And that's where they're at. And that's great. And um, me, for example, starting the whole coaching thing and the podcast, like that's related to what I do. And it certainly helps that I continue to be a photographer to help other photographers, but it's not something that I set out to do. So I think sometimes it's nice to be able to like, open yourself up to all of the possibilities in the industry, not just being the lead photographer too. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many things too that like, I don't think people realize is involved in this industry. Like there's a photographer in the United States that his sole thing is shooting golf courses. Cause he loves taking photos of golf courses and that's all he does. And he takes photos of golf courses. He works for the top golf courses probably around the world. And that's what he does because he likes it. Like, so I feel like a lot of people think like they have to shoot weddings, but there's a whole industry for everything. Like we live in a very visual world. There's pictures for literally everything for every advertising. I'm so glad you said that because I I think that's going to resonate with some people that are like, I want to do this, but I don't want to do lifestyle stuff. And there are, as you said, so many different things that you can do. And I encourage people to try those out, you know, see if you like them or not, like kind of go towards where, where you feel pulled, you know? And the, the funny thing about that too, is like, honestly, like if you're going to get very specialized, it's going to be a lot easier for you to get seen. Because if you're just like the 100th, this type of photographer in this market, there's you and a hundred other people, but if there's, you're one of five in the world that specializes in this specific thing, you're going to get noticed and you're probably going to find success a lot earlier as well. I would totally agree with that. I think that's huge. And, you know, I, I think that's something helpful for people to think about because as, as I'm just repeating myself now, but a lot of people don't want to do lifestyle stuff. And there is a whole world of stuff that people aren't even, thinking about hence kind of this conversation with you you know like industrial like commercial photography is not something that people are chatting about on Instagram you know <laughs> yeah. but it's it's a it's a totally different approach to the skill set and i i'm just really happy that we're having this conversation before we wrap up is there anything that you turn to 
other than, you know, don't quit, maybe something else that like is a kind of motivational piece of advice or something that keeps you kind of going when you're having a rough day that you want to share with people? I think just being open to the world and being excited about it. I think why I chose this career in some ways is because I'm just really interested in different things. I'm really interested in knowing how things work, how things are done and like the processes involved and things like that. And I think like it's so easy to get like pushed down by life and not go after things and like expand your horizons. And I, I think so much of photography is discovery and getting out there and kind of finding that passion that you want to show. And I think like that too is like, it's related to what you choose to show to the world. And I think in some ways, and this is just my opinion, I think photography in the last maybe five years has gotten really about like, look at me, like, look at who I am. And I think that's not what it's supposed to be. I think you're supposed to be, look at everyone else. And I would say like, get out there, make that discovery, go see things, and then show it to people. Like, like let's focus more on the world itself and discovering things. And I think if you make yourself committed to discovering things and showing things, I think it'll resonate with people. I love that you said that. I think that that's so huge. You know, this, this kind of following what interests you. And I, I think that idea of like, look at me, look at me, look at me is definitely born from an intense social media presence for everybody. I think it's just the way that those platforms work. And I think Mm -hmm. it makes sense to me that that's what would be going on without people even really noticing it. I think, you know, stepping back and looking at what you're sharing and what you're shooting, are you thinking about like, oh, will the client like this or will people like this or will I get likes or or is it that like you're the golf course guy where you're like, I love taking pictures of golf courses and then you become successful at that because you're aligned with it. I know. And like the social media, I think has definitely done some damage, right? Like I think it's definitely changed the way we think about things. And it's funny, like how you said that with the the golf course person, I I should have his name. I feel so bad. I didn't say his name on here. Um, But his work is getting him business and it's probably not as much likes because if you only shoot things for likes right like you're just going to be shooting work that probably you never get paid for like you're just going to be taking pictures of your feet on buildings all day (laughs) something right for sure and you know one of the things I coach about and it's something we cover early on is I remind people that they don't have to have a gajillion followers or a ton of likes to have a really solid business, you know, depending obviously on what your model is. But I have, you know, like a medium small following, I guess, on my my photography Jennings photo. And and I've been doing this 12 years and I'm fine. So, you know, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think that this is the right industry for you know, measuring things that way, nor do I think those measurements are really helpful for most people unless you're trying to, unless your business model is really selling one thing to many, many, many people. But that's not really what most photographers are modeled after. Yeah. And I I think you're exactly right on that. And I think like mine, mine is medium to small too. And I think not focusing on it has done me good. I regularly get people wanting physicians with me or asking me for advice and they'll have hundreds of thousands of followers and 
it's like, well, you spent all that time building that, but what has that done for your career? Not to get negative on it, though. But. No, no, but it, it really does make sense. I mean, if if you are particularly commercial stuff, I mean, the stuff I did, the the bottom line, so to speak, was much higher than, you know, a family portrait, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, it was days of work on set and it was a, a lot of a lot more money. Um, and it's one of those things where I only would need to do like a handful of those a year to make well into the six figures, you know, and that would have been great. And that's just not the style that I love. But it's something to think about where I, you know, that has nothing to do with followers or likes at all. But it's certainly a, a just a different way of looking at at the model. And I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad to like, I mean, if you have a lot of followers, great. That's awesome. But I think for the purpose of this show, it's like, that's not what you need to focus on. And it's certainly not going to be a valuable metric in your success if if you don't want it to be. I mean, it can, you can do all sorts of things in photography. So that's the, that's the good news. Yeah. I, I think it too, it's, it's like, it gets it back to the things that you want to do, right. Versus the things that you feel that you're forced to do. I think if you feel like you're forced to be on social media all day long, it's bad for you. But if you enjoy it, then go for it. It's funny that you say that. I there are so many photographers that I work with as as like someone that's helping coach them and everything that just absolutely hate going on social media. Just hate it. Don't want to do it. And I tell them, you know, like reassess then like what that's all about because maybe you don't even need to find your people there. You know, they might not even be there. Like you said, that's not where your people are. So there's um I don't think anybody should be doing stuff that they hate just because they feel like they are supposed to in this industry, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's always the the few things that we don't really like, right, that we have to do, but they're <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, so speaking of social media, let's uh, probably bring this to a close here. But where can folks uh, find you? I, website, whatever. Where's a good place to check out your work? For sure. Um, for me, the biggest one is my website. So it's robertloudon.com. Um, I'll just spell it because uh, my name gets spelled wrong sometimes. So it's R-O-B-E-R-T-L-O-W-D-O-N.com. And then I'm also on, I think, all the major social medias. Um, so just uh, I'll just say just Google me or Robert Loudon. It's, it pops up. Awesome. And we'll link to all of those things in the show notes. So, uh, awesome. thank you. so it'll be easy for people to find you. But thank you so much, Robert. It was great to just have this perspective. And I think, I hope it really inspired some people. Yeah, for sure. I hope so too. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you're inspired. I hope you're looking at things with a fresh lens. Ugh, no pun intended, but there are truly so many different ways that you can approach this industry. And one of the things that I loved about this interview is we really kind of touched on that idea of shoot what you love, shoot what you're drawn to, shoot what makes you happy. You know, the golf course guy, (laughs) I wish we had his name, but truly that is the essence of what I love about this interview. Are you really enjoying what you're doing? Or are you just looking at the most front facing part of this industry and thinking that's the only thing that's there? So get creative about how you approach your photography career if you're not happy in the lifestyle space. And I hope you found some value in this. Have a beautiful rest of your week. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. 
you'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.